Welcome to the Jewelry Resellers Podcast, your go-to source for all things shiny, sparkly, and of course, profitable. I'm your host, Desiree, and I'll be your guide on this dazzling journey through the world of reselling jewelry. We'll be diving deep into the art and science of reselling, uncovering valuable tips, insider secrets, and sharing stories from successful jewelry resellers. We'll explore market trends, industry news, and even discuss how to find those hidden gems just waiting to be discovered in thrift stores, estate sales, and beyond. So if you're dreaming of turning your hobby into a hustle, or if you're a seasoned pro looking to stay at the top of your jewelry reselling game, join me each week for insights, stories, and more on the Jewelry Resellers Podcast. Welcome to episode number two, What Do You Need to Start Reselling Jewelry? I'm your host, Desiree, and in this week's episode, we are going to talk about how you get started to be a jewelry reseller. Now, I think this is something that probably people have an idea about how it works, but then there's still uh, some things where a lot of people question or they're just not sure. So I'm hoping this episode will kind of help clarify things for you. And if you are looking to get started, I do believe that some of the things we're going to talk about in this week's episode is going to be helpful for you. And actually, you can probably start taking action as soon as you are done listening. At least that's what I hope. So uh, let's see. I took some notes here and I want to make sure that I hit all of the points because I want to make sure that I don't forget anything and I want to, you know, really give you the information and the tools that you need in order to really make this work for you. Okay, but let me start by saying that when I talk about reselling jewelry, we are talking about jewelry that is either pre-owned, vintage, or antique. We're not talking about wholesaling jewelry, you know, from a distributor or manufacturer or buying something, you know, from overseas, you know, brand new items and then reselling them for profit. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about sourcing jewelry that has been pre-owned in some way, stuff that's not brand new. However, sometimes when you're outsourcing, you will find tags on certain pieces or you will find new inventory but in general we're going to talk about reselling pre-owned pre-loved vintage or antique jewelry okay and that is a whole different um it's a whole different setup as it relates to jewelry reselling okay so i just want to clarify that before we begin so let's go ahead and get started and cover the how many things do I have here I'm not quite sure I just scribbled a bunch of notes but let me start with the first point here and and if you're looking to get started with reselling jewelry you're going to need a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of education now I don't want you to feel overwhelmed or stressed about this but in general you need to have some basic information about the jewelry that you're selling the nice thing about selling pre-loved or pre-owned jewelry is that it's really easy to research. You can either do a 
Google Lens search, or you can search on eBay, or you can type in a description and see what comes up. So it's really easy to research pieces if you have no idea where to start. Okay, but you do want to familiarize yourself with some basic things as it relates to, you know, just keywords when it comes to jewelry. So we're talking about silver tone, gold tone, beaded, uh, maybe some type of gemstones could be in there. Just very basic things. Okay, so you want to at least be familiar with the type of jewelry that you plan to sell. All right, my next point is you need jewelry to sell. So you really have to figure out how you are going to source your inventory. For the most part, almost all of the jewelry resellers I know, they source at thrift stores, estate sales, and auctions, you know, either online, in person, or both. Now, it will take some time for you to learn how each of these work and how you can find exactly what you're looking for when you are outsourcing. But again, this will take some time. This will take some practice and it will take a little bit of knowledge. Now you can also learn as you go. That's what I did. I started finding pieces in my local thrift store and then just kind of went from there. Some people you know, they come from families that have tons and tons of jewelry. And so they never really have to source because like we talked about in other episodes, some people inherit entire jewelry collections. Uh, that hasn't been my story, but that doesn't mean it, it can't happen, you know, or maybe somebody gives you some jewelry, you know, whatever the case may be. But you need to figure out where you are going to source your jewelry, how much you want to spend. And if this is something you plan to do regularly. You know, most, most of us who sell or resell jewelry full time source at least once a week, either online or out and about, you know, stopping at thrift stores or yard sales or estate sales or whatever. So plan where you're going to find your inventory. And then you need to plan how frequently you will go out to source your inventory. All right, my third point is you're going to need a little bit of equipment. Now, don't get don't get too scared on this one. Uh, it's not going to be anything really expensive unless you want to invest in something really expensive. But some of the basic things that most jewelry re resellers have are metal testers. Now, you can get one of those scratch test kits. I'm pretty sure they sell them on Amazon. You can also get a gem tester. Now these are kind of pricey, but I do know a few resellers that have them. You also want to get a loop, L-O-U-P-E. And that is, you know, like that uh, magnifying glass kind of thing that you use to look at jewelry up close. So you can see if there's any markings or any flaws or anything like that on jewelry pieces. You also want to have some cleaning supplies. Now, for the most part, I don't clean my jewelry. I mean, unless it's something that's gross, like if somebody spilled coffee on it or something like that. But uh, for the most part, I, I try not to clean it because some buyers prefer to clean jewelry themselves or uh, they want the tarnished look or they want 
jewelry that looks, you know, what would be the word distressed. <laughs> so other than like surface dirt or something, you know, sticky or something, I, I wouldn't uh, worry too much about cleaning it unless you feel like it's really, really dirty and you want to, you know, take off whatever is on there. But you want to have some cleaning supplies. And for me, this is things like baby wipes. Uh, I do have jewelry cleaner. I rarely use it. What else do I use? Uh, a Q-tip sometimes. Um, maybe a, a soft toothbrush to you know clean something. But like I said, for the most part, I don't clean a lot of stuff unless I have to. All right, you also want to get some tools like a ring sizer. They also make a bracelet sizer. Both of those are available on Amazon as well. Also a tape measure. And you want the, the flexible tape measure, you know, not the one that you pull out of the thingy. <laughs> you want a, uh, a tape measure, you know, that you can wrap around things like a bracelet or something like that. So that way you can include measurements in your listings when you are selling your jewelry pieces. All right, our next point is you want to decide where you are going to sell. Are you going to sell online? Are you going to sell in an antique mall? Are you going to sell maybe in a little pop-up shop? I know some people that do that. Or are you going to do a combination of everything? You know, wherever, uh, maybe you might want to try out a bunch of different things and then decide what works best for you. For the most part, Almost all the jewelry sellers I know sell on eBay, Poshmark, and Etsy. Those are the three main platforms that most of the jewelry sellers I know, that is where they sell. Now, there's other uh, options available as well. A new one, well, it's not really that new, but whatnot for live sales. Now, some people also do live selling on social media. You will see people selling jewelry and having jewelry shows on YouTube, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. So just figure out where you want to sell. If you are a beginner, I'm going to recommend eBay just to get a feel for jewelry reselling in general. And once you get comfortable there, then I would consider maybe diversifying out or what a lot of people do, cross list. And if you're not familiar with, with, with what that means, uh, that means that you list on more than one platform. But you have to be careful because you don't want to sell the same item twice. But again, these are things that you need to think about, okay? And you need to make these decisions. All right, next you're going to need something to take photographs with. A lot of people use their phones. Some people use a camera. Some people use both. I use my phone because I find that it's easiest and uh, it, it just works with, with the app. I sell on eBay and Poshmark. And so when I take photos, I can upload them directly into the apps, into my listings. And it's very easy and it's very quick. Of course, you're going to have to figure out what works best for you. Now, in addition to something to take photographs with, you're also going to need some type of a photograph setup. Some people use those light boxes. Some people use the dining room table. Uh, just make sure you have really good lighting. Natural lighting is best. 
and um, you just want to make sure that your your pictures are not cluttered you want to have them on a neutral background you know just just make sure that it's pleasing to look at and that people can see the details of your jewelry pieces all right next on my list is storage and organization figure out how you're going to store your jewelry inventory are you going to use boxes bins bags what kind of system are you going to have are you going to have numbers are you going to use shelves um, what you know how are you going to store your jewelry now depending on how big or how many pieces you have you may not need a whole lot of space but you will need to figure out something because you want to make sure that when those pieces sell you can find them without stressing out or without losing stuff because we've all been there we've all sold stuff and then suddenly we can't find it all right when i when i first started i had a box of jewelry and i just had all the pieces in there well my inventory quickly grew and then I moved to a bin and number system. And I basically just had a number for each jewelry piece. And then in the, well, on eBay, there's a, a place for you to put a SKU number. And so that is what I did. And so I was able to find my pieces quickly and I never lost anything. But again, this will be individual to you. Figure out how much space you have, what type of system you want, and do you, you know, do you need to buy the boxes or can you use something that you already have? All right, next you are going to need shipping and packing supplies. Because when you sell jewelry, you want to make sure that it gets to the buyer, you know, in one piece and you want to make sure it's protected. So you're going to have to probably invest in some bubble wrap, maybe some boxes, definitely some maybe poly mailers or bubble envelopes. Some people use um, one of those, you know, those little drawstring uh, baggies to put jewelry pieces in. I use bubble wrap for about, I would say 80 to 90% of all the jewelry I sell. If I do sell a delicate or a very expensive piece, I will put it in a small jewelry box. And, you know, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money on these. I know you can buy jewelry boxes on Amazon, uh, eBay, you know, Uline, wherever you can reuse boxes. Uh, but just make sure that the packing and shipping supplies you use are clean because that is one thing I've noticed jewelry buyers are very particular about. You know, they want their pieces to come in a really nice presentation now you don't have to go overboard with this not at all but just make sure that it is you know it looks nice and that you you put some you know thought into it because most people for you know when they buy jewelry that's like a it's like a splurge for some people so we don't want to give the impression that we just threw it in there i mean not that i not that I think that any of us would, but, you know, just a little bit of care in your packing and shipping really goes a long way. Okay, so we talked about some of the things, you know, you need in order to get started as a jewelry reseller. 
One of the things you also have to keep in mind is marketing and promoting. All right, so how are you going to let people know that you're selling jewelry? Now, there's two different sides to this. There's promoting your items on the platform that you sell. And because we're talking about eBay, you can actually pay an additional percentage for eBay to promote your items. Or you can also do promoting on your own. You can promote your items on social media. You can run ads on social media or wherever. You can take out ads maybe in your local newspaper or something like that. So when you're first getting started, you really do have to let people know what you're selling. Now, especially if you're a niche jewelry seller and you are selling something very specific, you may need to promote that or market that so your customers know where to find you. Now, again, you don't have to pay for ads or anything like that, but I, I, I'm going to say I think you do need some kind of social media presence nowadays. You really do. Even if it's just on YouTube or if it's just on Instagram, some place where you can show off your items and let people know where to find you. Okay, and you can do that however you want. Um, You don't have to show your face. You don't have to speak if you don't want to. But just even posting photos of your jewelry items will go a long way towards you making the sales. Okay, so just keep that in mind. All right, Uh, I've only got two more points here. Number one is networking. So you really want to connect with other jewelry resellers. You want to, you know, find, and you know what, not even necessarily jewelry resellers. You just want to connect with other resellers in general, because you will learn a lot. You know, I have friends in pretty much every reselling niche (laughs) category, and I learned from everybody. And it's just nice to be able to you know, talk with someone about reselling and what's working, what's not, how they do certain things and, you know, sharing maybe uh, information about shipping supplies or listing on eBay or whatever. So make sure that you try your best to connect with other resellers and it doesn't have to be only jewelry. But now if you do find some other jewelry resellers, uh, understand that some people may not necessarily be friendly. I've experienced that because they see you as competition. And some people, you know, don't care because if you're selling in a different category, you know, it's not really anything to worry about. So you'll just have to gauge when you meet people. But I want to encourage you to definitely put yourself out there, make friends, and let people know what you do. It will also help you when you are sourcing And when you want to, you know, possibly build relationships with people so that way they know you as the jewelry seller. And if they come across, I don't know, somebody clearing out their jewelry collection, they'll think of you. (laughs) And believe me, stuff like that does happen. Finally, I want to encourage you to continue learning and always You know, keep yourself informed to the best of your ability about what's popular, what's going on in, you know, reselling in general. 
but also jewelry trends and, you know, things that could be relevant to a jewelry seller just in general, because I've noticed that in this business or in this part-time side hustle, the more information you have, the easier it is. You know, and if you don't know something, it's okay to look it up. It's okay to, you know, take your time and, and figure out, you know, what you need to know or what's important as it relates to selling jewelry. But again, just continuing to learn and continuing to grow, again, it will take you a long way in this business. So those are the things that I believe you need in order to get started with reselling jewelry. Now, I actually have an online course that goes into this much more in depth, and I will link it in the show notes if you are interested. You know, it's for the beginner, and it basically takes you step-by-step step through everything that we talked about in this episode. So with that, uh, I'm going to end this one. And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you found it informative. If you have any questions, feel free to uh, leave them in the comments. Well, I guess depending on where you're listening to this. But if you can, uh, leave them in the comments. Otherwise, you can shoot me an email. I want to thank you so much for spending this time with me. And we will connect again in the next episode. <music>